Hi, welcome to Exploring Illusion of Free Will. My name is George Ortega. I'm not here with my co-host, Nell, today because he's not here. And actually, this show is like episode number 120, um, No Free Will and Forgiveness. And it's going to like apply to what I've, I've got an announcement to make, and it kind of like applies to this theme. I just like, this is like very extemporaneous. It just like happened very recently. Like I'm walking to the studio, right? And like, and now like, he's like a great guy. He's kind of like my best friend. I mean, like we hang out a lot and stuff. But like, when he's on the show, he doesn't let me talk. And, and he's kind of like losing interest and all. So anyway, on, on my way here, I decided to fire him. <laughs> We we still do a, um we still still do a New York show. He produces our our live M and N show in Manhattan, which is awesome. You know, like it's a live call in show. So we're gonna still do that, and he'll probably be back as a guest. You know, occasionally and all. Because like the other thing is like you know he was like he's not scheduled to be here like for a taping until like June twenty fifth, and like he wanted to like be co host and only be here like occasionally and stuff. I don't know. Anyway, so we'll see how this works out. I mean, this is like the universe like compelled me to do this and um understanding like that we don't have a free will it makes stuff like this a lot easier because like i don't blame him at all you can't blame a guy for like what he can't you know can't blame anyone for anything can't blame myself i don't feel guilty because it's not my fault <laughs> but all right so honey i was thinking of calling him and telling him but I, th- I thought that'd be that'd be too much all right all right so here we go um so Basically, this show, you know, is about explaining why absolutely nothing is up to us, why we're all, I was thinking of a, of a word for this, you know, because like, we, we sometimes refer to ourselves on the show as puppets or robots or automatons, you know, or sometimes like religiously the will of God, but I was thinking like a, of a, I was thinking of coining a new term, and the term would be like people uppets. We're kind of like puppets, you know. We're, we're kind of like puppets because nothing is up to us, but we're still people. That's the thing. Just because we're puppets doesn't mean we're not people. That's the thing. a lot of people don't want to like abandon. Don't, don't want to understand that nothing's up to us because they don't like the idea of being a puppet of just nothing being up to us. So anyway, all right. So we're, we're people uppets. And um, so, like, what I'm going to do is, like, I'm going to, like, first, you know, before I get into the theme, I'm going to, like, as we always do, I'm going to, like, explain just a brief definition of what free will is, what would would be if we had it, and why this show is really important. Then I'm going to refute free will, you know, quickly, briefly, whatever, and then we'll get into the theme. Okay. So, what is free will? People say... People have been led by the universe, the Big Bang, the eternal past, because I'm sure like causality goes before the Big Bang, has led us all to believe that stuff is up to us, that what we think, feel, say, do, everything is up to us, or, or at least some things is up to us. The, the reality is nothing's up to us, right? But that's the illusion. The illusion is that, you know, that yes, what we do think, what, what, what we say, <laughs> everything we don't do, we say, it's all up to us. Okay, that's what free will means. Another way to understand what free will means is like relative to morality, because that's how it's very important to a lot of people. In other words, like if we had a free will, we would be fundamentally morally responsible for what we do, and we would hold others fundamentally responsible for what we do. This is good, because this is about the theme, about forgiveness. 
we don't have a free will, all right? So, like, so we're not fundamentally morally responsible. You can't hold a person, a couple of people up at whatever, responsible for what the person was absolutely compelled to do, okay? You can't logically, justly, rationally do that, okay? So what happens is, all right, fine. We're not fundamentally responsible, morally responsible, because nothing is up to us. We're just doing whatever the universe wants us to do, <laughs> you know, which is amazing. I mean, I'm going to do another show. Like, I'm doing three shows. One of the shows is called um, Our Unfree Will, Very Strange but in- Inescapable. Because like, what happens is, like, when, when you work with this idea for a while, you go, on, you go from, like, understanding why free will is impossible to understanding what this, what this means. It's like a brand-new world. All right, so anyway, so like, so with, all right, so we don't have fundamental moral responsibility, but that doesn't mean that we're not going to be responsible. That doesn't mean, that doesn't give us license to do what we want. That doesn't give, that doesn't mean we have to like allow other people, I just fired my co-host, okay? It doesn't mean you have to accept shoddy performance from, from your co-host. So, so that's the idea. Like, all right, we don't, we're not fundamentally morally responsible. We're pragmatically morally responsible, okay? In, in other words, we're like, we, we hold ourselves responsible, but it's a different kind of responsibility. In other words, like, when, when, um, when we do something wrong, when other people do something wrong, we recognize it, we address it, you know, we dress it, but without the blame, without the anger, without the animosity, you know, with a lot more compassion, without the guilt. All right. So, so that's basically the definition of free will. And the reason, you know, I'm going to do more shows on this. These three shows today are going to be like on themes, the implications of, of you know, of not having free will. But I got to do more shows on why we don't have free will because, like, people still don't get it, you know. I mean, like, you know. All right, so um, the basic reason, okay, everything has a cause. You can't, nothing has, the only thing that presumably doesn't have a cause, because it just transcends logic. I mean, we we can't understand how this is, but, but, you know, that's the way it is. Basically, like, all right, as far as science knows, there's the Big Bang, okay? And then before the Big Bang, you know, we don't know what happened. You know, science can't tell us what happened, all right? But you got to, like, you know, just logical tell you, well, it, the Big Bang didn't just, you know, arise out of nothing because nothing can arise out of nothing. You know, it had to have led from something. So there must have been a cause to the Big Bang, and there must have been a cause to what caused the Big Bang. And if you think this through... You, um, you go endlessly into the past. It, it transcends logic, because then we say to ourselves, wait a minute, how could it just go endlessly into the past? It must have begun at some point. And then when you think that way, you say, wait a minute, well, it couldn't have begun some point, because there must have been something that caused it. Okay, that's causality. It's most fundamental. All right, so I don't want to confuse you. Right? So like, the idea is like, well, before, okay, because of this endless causal chain, this is just an aside, um, it could be that we don't have to blame the universe. There's, there's a lot of stuff that really isn't good in our world, you know, <clears throat> that we wish we were, like, better people and it was better planning and stuff. And, like, so it's good that we don't blame ourselves and each other, but it would be good if we didn't have to blame the universe either because, like, you know, blaming is just isn't good. So, like, you know, if to the extent that, um, that, you know, there's an endless eternity going on backwards into the past, you know, it's like, 
you can't blame something that just like you can't pinpoint. In other words, like there doesn't seem to be a, a point at which you know the universe decides to make things the way they are because of this endless regress. You know, there's no, there's no beginning. So anyway, that's the side. But what I want to say in terms of causality about this is like before the Big Bang. It's inconsequential to our question, essentially, to, to the question of whether we have a free will or not. Because basically, the reason we don't have a free will is because from the moment of the Big Bang, you could even go from the moment of the, the, the planet was created, you can go from, from 10,000 years ago if you wanted. But like, as far as we know, from the moment of the Big Bang, the state of the universe at the Big Bang was what led to and caused the state of the universe immediately after the Big Bang, okay? That's causality. That's causality it's a, at, at its most fundamental. I'm going too long on this. All right. You understand causality. Everything has a cause, and that's why free will is impossible. Okay. Um, why is this important? This is important because the world is completely deluded. I mean, like, I've got, I'm going to have to, like, the universe... I hope will will have me rack my brain to think of like more examples. I'm going to do a show on this why it's important in detail. But for me, for me I don't need the detail to tell me that like if 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 everybody believes we have a free will and we don't that that's going to cause problems. I mean my god, I mean like, you know, I mean it's not that the world's so horrible as it's good in a lot of ways, but if you've got everybody completely deluded about the fundamental nature of human action, because that's what this is. This is like, you know, human will is why we do things, what causes us to, to do stuff. And if we've got this fundamental fact of, of who we are completely wrong, couldn't be more wrong, it's got to lead to problems. It's got, you know, it can't, it, it's, it's got to be like, most of us believe that a, a truth-based reality is going to be much, much wiser and and better than, than just like, you know, going according to, to an illusion, a, a delusion. All right, so that's why this is like really, really, really important. Okay, um, so let's get into the theme. Forgiveness is important. You know, and what is forgiveness? Forgiveness is like somebody like my co-host um, interrupts me or, or doesn't want to come to the tapings or whatever he does. Okay, why do I forgive him? I don't really have to forgive him, and I'll explain that in a minute. But like to the extent that I would forgive him, I would forgive him because I know he's not perfect. We're not, we don't create ourselves. This is why we don't have free will, incidentally. If we would have created ourselves, who would have chosen to like create ourselves in a way that wasn't perfect? You know, like, but we make mistakes. That's why we forgive. If, if nobody made mistakes, we wouldn't have to forgive, okay? Because there would be nothing to forgive. So, like, forgiveness is very important because we make mistakes. We do things wrong. You know, we want to do the right thing, but then, like, you know, we've got our conscience, and our conscience is like a muscle, and sometimes it's not as strong as we'd want it to be. So, like, sometimes, like, our, our negative, in, in Judaism, it's called the evil impulse, you know, the Loshan Hora. It's like, you know, our negative impulse causes us to, to, to work against what we know is right or whatever, stuff like that. But anyway, so forgiveness is important because we are in, we're fallible, we, we, we sin, we make mistakes, we get things wrong, and we all know this, and that's why it's so wise to forgive. That's why churches and synagogues and temples and mosques and all 
advocate for forgiveness. You know, it's, it's a very, very important part. And again, I want to stress this. If we had a free will, there would be no need for forgiveness because nobody would, of their free will, willingly do wrong. You know, that's, you know, some people might say, ah, people do wrong all the time. Or the, you know, no, they don't. Like when a person's doing something, when George Washington decided to go to war against the British, he felt he was right. We feel he's right because he's on our side and he won. If he would have lost, okay, the British would have, he would have been like a traitor, you know, he would have like been a criminal, you know, we would have read in the history books, you know, the, the, the infamous George Washington with his failed rebellion, okay, so like people when they do stuff, we always think we're doing the right thing at the time, okay, sometimes in hindsight, like I might say to myself, ah, oh, I shouldn't have fired my co-host, <laughs> so like a week from now, I might decide to rehire him, I don't know, but but the idea is like, you know, at the time we're doing anything, we think we're doing the right thing. Um, which is like, you know, if, if, if we knew, if, if, you know, if we could like, if we had a free will, we would like, we would always, we would always do the right thing. All right. So, so forgiveness is very important because we're fallible human beings and we're fallible human beings because we don't have a free will. First point. Okay. Now here's the thing. When you understand that nobody has a free will, there is no need to forgive. In other words, like, if, if somebody, if, if ten big guys, you know, took me right now and had me, like, put a spray can, <laughs> paint can in my hand and had me spray paint over the, the table or something, just do something wrong, whatever, something wrong, okay? Um... And this is all on film, right? <laughs> so there's evidence. Now, you couldn't hold me responsible. There would be nothing to forgive in me because, like, I wasn't the person who did it. You know, I was like, completely out of my control. It's like, you might want to blame these 10 guys, but they don't have free will either. So the idea is, like, because we don't have a free will, forgiveness is not even necessary. What I'm trying to say is, like, to the extent you understand that nobody has a free will, it's absolution, absolution for everyone. We're innocent. And, you know, this is important. This is important because, like, you know, I mean, religion is good because, like, when they started with religion, however many thousands of years ago, a few thousand years ago, there wasn't, like, this legal system of courts and judges and, like, wasn't a lot of education and stuff. They're trying to inspire people to do the right thing. So, so religions came up with this idea of blaming and holding people responsible and stuff. I lost my train of thought. Anyway, <laughs> um, so like, yeah, with, with religion, they focus on blame, and they, they even conceived of this thing. Yeah, they can, no, no, I, I got it. But with religion, they, they, Judaism, Christianity, holds us as fundamentally, I don't know about fundamentally, but definitely sinful, flawed, you know, um, the Adam sinned, okay, it was of his own free will, and that, that's not even in the Bible, incidentally. There's nowhere in the Bible that says, like, you know, that anyone has a free will. As a matter of fact, there's many places in the Bible, i got to do a show on this, I really do, where God's saying, listen, I decide what happens. I decide who does this, who does that. I decide whose heart I'm going to harden, you know, because he hardened Pharaoh's heart, you know, when, like, you know, Pharaoh wanted to let the, the Jews, like, leave Egypt, but but 
even though Pharaoh wanted him, God wouldn't let him. <laughs> so anyway, so like, and the thing about like with religion, you know, at least Judaism, Christianity, Islam, it's like they have us believe we're so horrible that that some of us are so horrible that like you know we deserve to spend an eternity in hell. I mean, that to me, I did a show on this. I mean, not, I'm not, you know, it's not that I have to do it. I did a show like the belief in hell. I can't think of a more hateful belief. Anybody who believes in, in hell doesn't understand God. Because, like, to believe that God is good and then to believe that there's a place called hell that he sends us, the show's going by very quickly. I don't know if I'm going to get through all this, but whatever. So idea like the, the, this, this idea of free will and stuff is very harmful to our, to our sense of who we are in other words, to the extent we believe we have a free will, then, my God, consider how we treat animals, how we treat the poor, how we treat the planet. We're horrible people. We are very, very, very horrible people, you know, but it's not us. You know, like, if, if, if we had a free will, we'd be horrible people. Because we don't have a free will, we don't have to forgive ourselves. We're not good, okay, because, like, whatever good we do is not our will either, Okay, fine. So, like, we're neither good nor bad, which is fine. You know, we're, we're again, we're manifesting the will of the Big Bang. We're manifesting the will of the, um, of the eternal past. But I think, you know, to see ourselves as neutral, as people up it's as just, like, not fundamentally more responsible is a better kind of, like, self-image than to see ourselves as fundamentally flawed <laughs> sinners, you know, really evil, you know, some of us deserving eternal punishment, uh, hell, uh, that's horrible. All right, so, so that's, you know, that's one reason why, you know, um, yeah, you don't have to forgive. To the extent that um, you understand nobody has a free will, everybody's innocent, completely innocent. Okay, um, forgiveness is the foundation of a lot of religions. I, I just, you know, went into this, Judaism, Christianity, that's why Jesus came to, to the earth, they say, like to, to, to absolve us of our sins. Okay, well, you know, I got news for him, for everybody. We don't have to be absolved because we're not sinners. We, did, we didn't do it to begin with. Okay, and again, don't, don't think that we don't hold each other responsible. We don't have to, like, allow people to do whatever. You know, as I explained, I fired my co-host. <laughs> but, but that's the idea. We, um, forgiveness is important in religion. And so this is kind of like a way of, like, Forgiving, but going beyond forgiveness. Forgiveness, like, with forgiveness you say, well, like, you know, I realize that you did bad, and, you know, you know that, that shows that you're a horrible person, whatever, you know, depending on what you did, because some things aren't really so horrible. But, like, but I'm going to forgive you out of the goodness of my heart. I'm going to be such a good person about this. I'm going to forgive you, even though you're, <laughs> you, don't, you may not deserve it. All right. So the idea is, like, again, without, with, when you understand the number of free will, you don't have to forgive the person. You know the person is innocent, you know, and that, that's a much better way. Okay. In religion, forgiveness is, is important. Um, in Judaism, Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, is the most important um, day, holiday in the Jewish calendar, okay? It's the day when God decides who's going to be, like, in the book of life and who's going to be in the book of death. Who's going to, like, remain to live on earth another year or who's going to die, Okay, I'm not sure that's all that bad because, look, if you die and go to heaven, that's actually good. It's not bad. That's not good for the people left behind. But, but anyway, so we pray for forgiveness. So again, to the extent that, like, 
we understand that, that free will is an illusion, we would pray, we wouldn't pray for forgiveness. We would pray like, you know, God, universe, big bang, stop making us do this horrible stuff to ourselves and each other, you know? That's the prayer. It's not like, you know, forgive us for what we've done. I mean, at least, I mean, the, the prayer would change like for from asking to forgiveness to asking the universe, you'd, you'd go to the universe, listen, listen, you can't fool me. I know that you made me do this, whatever wrong thing it was, and it wasn't up to me, and I couldn't have done any other way. And so, like, because of that, I don't want you to punish me. You know, you pray, you pray for, 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 um, for rescuing from punishment, whatever, because that's what happens. And that's like, you know, again, I'm going to do this in another show, but what happens in this very, very strange reality is, like, the universe, like, has us do good things. Like, doing this show is a great thing. You know, I'm leading the world to new consciousness. And, like, hopefully I'll be rewarded. I haven't been rewarded all that much for this yet, but hopefully it's coming in the future. But, like, sometimes we do stuff that's wrong, and, and the universe will punish us. I mean, it, think about this. The universe makes you do something, not of your... Fr- you, you can't help but do it, and it's wrong, and then it makes you punish... Then it makes it punishes you. Then it makes you ask for forgiveness. And this is another part of the show that's coming up. It's really God talking to God in all this. It's really it's surreal. But anyway, it just doesn't make sense. So so you know. So you don't have to pray for forgiveness anymore. Okay. Um. So let's see. So yeah. So like again, like if if there's no need to forgive, so many of us like have done things in the past that we regret. You know, because again, if we had a free will, we'd be perfect. We wouldn't have made these mistakes. You know, we wouldn't have like succumbed to our our evil nature or our desires or our petty, you know, selfish wants. You know, but but you know, we do things that are you know. There's nobody who hasn't done you know wrong in the past. That's the idea. But a lot of times, like, all right, if you if you buy into the free will illusion, sometimes you know people hold this this regret for decades, for for you know, for many many years. And it gnaws at them. It's like guilt. It's a guilt that won't go away and stuff. And to the extent that you understand that you don't have free will, it's absolution. You don't have to, like, you know, feel bad about what you did 10, 20, 30 years ago because you couldn't have done anything but what you did. It wasn't up to you. You know, this is very, this is important. You know, a lot of people feel guilty for stuff. Okay. Um, Okay, another thing, like, I've went into this before, but like it's on my notes, so I got to repeat it. Generally, when when we forgive, it's like, yeah, I'm going to forgive you because I'm such a great person. I'm such a good person. I'm so kind, you know. I'm I'm going to be so good that I'm going to forgive you. All right, fine, it works. But when you understand that nobody has a free will, it's like you're not holding the personal person responsible because it makes absolutely no sense to. In other words, like to to absolve a person. To hold a person as innocent because it makes sense to hold a person as innocent is a much stronger, more compelling reason to do so than to to um, to forgive a person out of your own goodness. Okay, because well, sometimes we don't feel like being good, you know. Because <laughs> if we had a free will, we would, but sometimes we don't. So this is a much more compelling reason to be quote unquote forgiving toward each other. Okay, we got under four minutes, and we'll get through as much of this as we can. Okay, profound implications for our entire world about this. I mean, like, you know, 
when I mean, this isn't just like on a personal level. Think of all the people that you're angry with. Think think of all the people who are angry with you. Um, societally, think think of the groups, the Tea Party and the Liberal Democrats, and this group and that group. They're all like hating each other. A lot of people hate each other, you know. And they're, they're, the reason you can't really hate a person if you understand that they don't have a free will. I mean, you can hate what they did, the the bombers, the the Boston bombers. You gotta hate that, you know. This the, this guy who who um, abducted three teenage girls and held them, kidnapped them for 10 years. You have to hate that. I mean, how can you not hate that? But you don't hate the person. That's the thing. You don't hate the person. You don't hate groups. You don't hate people. You don't hate yourself. And the world without hate is going to be a much, much kinder, better world for everyone. Okay? Because hate, you know, this is, religions teach this. Religions teach, you know, the way to overcome hate is through love. That, you know, hate, you know, hate just perpetuates itself. Evil perpetuates itself. So this is, this is important, you know, to the extent that we don't have to, that we've got a reason not to hate ourselves and other people and groups and countries, then the world is going to be going to go much smoother. Okay, I've got, I got two minutes. And I'm, I want to get into this. Now, I got into this a bit into the, in the beginning. All right, stuff isn't up to us. Horrible st- stuff is going on, the way we treat animals, the way we treat the poor, the way we're treating the planet. Do we have to blame God? Because it's not our fault, but do we have to blame God? I'd rather not. I'd rather not blame God because, like, I mean, and I equate God with the universe for you atheists out there, whatever. I'm, I'm kind of like a pantheist. Pantheists, we believe that, um, that God and the universe are synonymous. That's, it, it's the foundation to all other uni- religions. It's, it's, what, it's what religion was at its very f- beginning. Anyway, so, like, the idea is, like, I, I mentioned this in the past. God is the universe. So God essentially is this eternal past, you know, that goes back, you know. So, in other words, we can't ever get, you know, at least logically, to a point where we say, well, God decided to make the world with all the problems, with all the hate and, and the cruelty and all that stuff, because there's no point at which he could have done that, because there must have been a point before that. That's the thing about this eternal past. You can't pinpoint a, 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 a moment where a decision was made. And so maybe that, that's a way to absolve God either. You know, the world, you know, has problems. We, we need to fix them. Hopefully God will fix them. But, you know, understanding that neither we nor God has a free will, apparently. And think about this. Like, God doesn't have a free will. This is my last point because I'm running out of time. If God, let's say God decided a million years ago what's going to happen today, and God is all-powerful, all right? After, if he, he decided a million years ago, it's all set in stone. God can't, like, for example, if God is all good, God can't but be all good. If God is all-powerful, God can't but be all-powerful. All right, this, so, like, I hope you understand this. I hope you understand that, like, you know, not forgiving, not needing to forgive, because basically we're all innocent to begin with, is much better than, than like forgiving out of goodness and holding ourselves accountable because we think we have a free will. All right, thanks for watching. I hope you've enjoyed the show. I'm going to like keep on with the show. <laughs> this is taking a lot longer than I thought this would. I thought you guys would get it already, but you know, I'm here until everybody in the world understands that free will is an illusion. I will see you again next time. Thanks.